Monique Gray-Smith, hello. Good afternoon. Now, you're very well known for your, your children's books, but your most recent book, Tilly and the Crazy Eights, is an adult book, and it focuses on a group of elders on a road trip to Las Vegas. What was the inspiration for this story? Yeah, the inspiration was a character named Sarah who was watching the movie Bucket List with her granddaughter. And Sarah is also recovering from stomach cancer. So the recovery and watching the movie inspired her to think about all the things she'd done in her life. And more importantly, the things that she feels she hasn't done. And it created this desire for her to talk about going to the Gathering of Nations powwow in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And she just kind of puts this idea out to her group that they call the Stitch and Bitch. They meet <laughs> once a week and they work on, they make moccasins, they make gloves, they do knitting, and they visit. And they, yeah, they visit. <laughs> <laughs> and but in that, she shares about this. And so they decide to do this road trip. And Las Vegas is one of the stops, but the ultimate goal is to get to the Gathering of Nations powwow. And when people have, have, you know, talked to us or recommended your book, um, they talked about it's, you know, some serious subjects, um, the impetus for Sarah's trip. But they also said there's a lot of humor, a lot of lightheartedness in this story as well. Um, Tell me about striking that balance. Well, I think that balance is actually how, for me, what I see in my life and in my family and any individual who I cross paths with who has First Nations ancestry or Métis or Inuit, that that is the balance, that this balance to reconcile the legislation that has impacted the wellness of our people for decades in this country we call Canada, but also the joy and the humor that in many ways I think keeps us alive sometimes. And so I really wanted that reflected in the story as a reminder of the power of the human spirit and that ultimately love is medicine. And, you know, were there any challenges to getting this this book published this time around? Yeah, it received quite a few uh, what we call in the industry rejections. <laughs> and interestingly, one was, you know, the editor really wanted the book. But when he took it to the marketing team, they didn't think that there was there would be enough interest because there wasn't enough trauma in the book. And that really said a lot to me about what people are thinking is still needed in regards to literature that focuses on Indigenous characters. And I wanted to show people that there is a whole sphere of the lived realities of Indigenous people and that these elders have done a lot of their own work, their their own journeys, but that legislation, that history, and the trauma still emerges, but it doesn't control their lives, except for one character, and she goes on a different journey within the story. And do you, do you think that challenge that, that you face this time around, do you think other Indigenous authors face those barriers as well? Or do you think it's getting easier for Indigenous writers to get their works to, to, to the market and to Canadian readers? I, I do believe it's getting easier because our books are selling so incredibly well. And I think so they should be because the books that have been coming out are brilliantly written. And they need to be read in this country because they're a key element of the stories woven within the fabric of the world that we live in. Whether people know it or not. For sure. And I think that's part of my hope is that that through a gentle book, somebody can pick it up and maybe not understand history 
but that it be a door opener for them to begin to understand history. And my first novel, actually, which this is a sequel to called the first novel, Tilly, A Story of Hope and Resilience, I actually wrote it for adults. And the funny thing is that when it won in 2014, it won the Canadian Burt Award for First Nations and Métis Inuit Literature. It put it then into sort of more of a genre for young people. But I actually wrote it for adults. Oh, okay, good. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, not many people do because that's really the genre it's in. But, And I wrote it again as a gentle door opener for people to begin to understand Canada's history. And, and I don't mean Indigenous history. This is Canada's history. And that then they can delve into deeper books like The Break by Katerina Vermet, uh, Birdie by Tracy Lindbergh. There's so many profound books out now that talk about the history in ways that are really, really important for individuals, not only living in Canada, but around the world to, to understand. And so we've already touched this on this a little bit. But, you know, as a writer, do you, when you sit down to write this, are you telling a story? Or do you think, you know, is there something that you want people to come away from Tilly and the Crazy Eights, that they come away thinking or feeling something in particular? As a writer, how, how do you see that? Yeah, I hope the emotions that they experience reading the book are awe. Write again about the human spirit and what these elders have journeyed and overcome and continue to work on, but also that they feel the love that is written not only within the pages, but between the characters and the joy and the laughter, of course. I mean, how can you, I think, how can you go on a road trip with eight elders and not have laughter? (laughs) (laughs) And um, lastly, you know, we're talking to you in the context of the the, the First Nations Indigenous Book Fair in Quebec next week. So we're going to leave you as as a sort of expert, a writer expert in Canada. Are there any Indigenous authors from Northern Canada that you would recommend to our listeners? Oh, for sure. Uh, The first one that comes to mind is Richard Ben Camp. And he has a whole, he's got 22 books out. And he has a new one coming out in the spring, which is called Moccasin Gardens. So I think he, he comes from Fort Smith and the Northwest Territories. I'd also recommend Carly Baker. And Karen Lee White has a new book coming out called The Silence. So they may not be, those two last two women may not be from the three territories, but they are from Northern Canada, now living, excuse me, down south. Monique Graysmith, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, all the best and thank you.